Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everyone, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by staff writer Vincent Davis. He's on the show to talk about the subject of his latest San Antonio Stories column, Jerrell Flowers. Welcome back to the show, Vince. Always great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to be here with you and Jarrell. Talk about, um, you know, the work that he's doing here musically with himself, showcasing his passion for his faith and also, you know, helping out other artists in the community. How, um, how did you first get connected with Jarrell? Um, one of my sources, Laura Applin, uh, she had been telling me for a bit, she said, you gotta, you gotta reach out and talk to, uh, Jarrell Flowers. He's doing some great things here in San Antonio. We, uh, set up a zoom meeting about, I guess about two weeks ago, sat down and talked to, uh, Jarrell and his wife and, you know, learn more about his story, you know, how he became so passionate about, you know, his music why it was important for him to share it with other artists, up, upcoming artists here in the city. Well, I guess we should uh, take it to Jarrell. How are you doing, Jarrell? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, man. I, it's an honor to actually be on here and uh, just, yeah, just being able to share the story, man, on this platform is super cool. Thanks. How about you start? Because I haven't read the article yet. I always look forward to reading Vince's articles. It's kind of why we're doing this. So tell me about yourself. How'd you get started and... And just tell me about yourself. Yeah. So um, long story short, man, um, I am uh, the son of a military family. And so I grew up uh, on Kelly Air Force Base. Um, And and yeah, I I started doing music. I just really intrigued with with uh, hip hop specifically. Um, Man, it was when I was when I was really young. Actually, I don't I don't remember. It was just kind of. Like always, always there. Just that that vibe. I, interesting twist, though. I actually grew up in a in a Christian home, Christian household. Uh, my parents super intentional about um, sharing sharing their faith and things like that. And so, I honestly didn't think that hip hop. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think that it was a good thing. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't think that they like intentionally. Uh, said that or anything like that, but it's just, it was just a culture. Like I didn't know anybody else who listened to hip hop or, uh, and the people that did were just kind of out there, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so I was just like, man, I wonder, uh, you know, but I was just really intrigued by it. So fast forward, I just started dabbling in it and just seeing, uh, you know, I, I love the fact that it's, that it's a, um, it's a way to communicate in a real raw way where you don't have to hold back like what you're thinking and all that kind of stuff, man. And, um, and it's just, it's just real gritty, 
And uh, my personality's like that too. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it, it, it was like a match made in heaven for me. I was like, yes, this is it. Um, so I started, I started writing stuff, man. Um, fast forward. I started uh, my first concert. A friend invited me to the white rabbit, which if you remember, I mean, those paper tiger. So, but, but what ended up happening was that there was like some kind of outreach going on. And so they invited me to rap and I was like, yo, I don't want to do this by myself. So I instantaneously created a group, a, a super rap group. <laughs> and we're like, dude, we're going to share this stage together. And, um, the rap group that I created back then, it was actually called the resurrected soldiers, man. And so we were out there, we would actually, um, Southwest military, uh, when, you know, everybody would be cruising on, uh, cruising down the Southwest military and we'd be on the side, man, there would be like little, little venues and places that would open up and be like, Hey, yeah, y'all can come rapping. And so we'd be, we'd be out there pretty often, man. So one thing led to another where, you know, just by word of mouth, like other people would have the group there. And then, um, you know, a couple of years later, I decided uh, to step away from that group. I started pursuing more of a of a solo career kind of thing. Things have been going well ever since. It's been kind of like an up and down thing, you know, just that's kind of like life in general, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, just, or the life of the artist in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And so, uh, so yeah, bro, it was just a lot of ups and downs, um, just in and out of some different record deals and that kind of stuff until finally I was like, yo, I should just do this by myself. And then I found out that there was other people who also were indie artists and they just, they needed help. And so I never really considered myself a professional, like I've done tours and all that kind of stuff, but I was just like, you know what, if I can help other people with just the knowledge that I have, then let me do that. And so that uh, accompanied with the fact that I actually needed friends (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, you know, the, the artist's life can be a lonely one if we let it, you know what I mean? Um, and so, so I actually just needed friends too. And I was like, man, let's just get together. Let's hang out. And, uh, yeah, we started, we started doing that, man. And we started doing house, house concerts, uh, when my wife and I, we started doing house concerts, inviting other people over, uh, and it turned into this cool community, man. So. Before uh, we get too far into it, I do want to go back to how you started as a musician. And it's kind of hard to start off expressing yourself. I'm sure that wasn't easy, like to put down your feelings onto paper and start rapping. Did you just go ahead and go straight into that part? Or did you start off with like maybe uh, making beats or maybe with an instrument? How, How did you get your start musically? Yeah. Great question, man. So, um, I've actually, I've actually really loved music all my life. And I actually started doing more production. Um, so, uh, since I was little, man, I actually had like this little keyboard, man. I remember playing on a little keyboard and just trying to figure out what notes are. I never took music, uh, professionally, you know what I'm saying? I never studied it professionally. Um, but I always just had a really good ear for music and I know how, how, certain keys and certain chords like made me feel, you know what I mean? And so I was like, I was like, yeah, let me, let me try to, let me try to 
get that out there. You know what I'm saying? So I knew the the happy notes, the sad notes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all of, all of that kind of stuff. And then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be until later where I actually, um, you know, started writing, uh, to, to express my feelings actually, because again, I grew up in a, in a Christian home and, and, um, so I think I started out really, really like preachy, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was just you're finding, to, you're finding your voice basically. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it, man. You know, cause I was, I was really just kind of starting out like, Oh man, the people need to hear this. The people need to hear this. And then I started, it ended up turning into like, man, this is actually a really healthy, like way to, to release some stuff that I am personally dealing with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I, I ended up like my writing style just start, started um, kind of shifting into that. And I found that it was actually like more relatable to people, you know what I mean? And it was actually more helpful to people uh, writing that way. And I was like, man, that's good because it's healthy for me too, you know? So, so yeah. I wanted to ask you, you mentioned that you grew up in a Christian home. I was reading about you and it said you were in a near fatal car accident at 17 years old and that that brought a newfound commitment and passion for, um, for your faith. Can you talk more about that and how it kind of transformed you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that car accident, uh, I was, I was driving my, my mom's car and it was one of those cars that probably shouldn't have been on the road. But but I was a teenager and I just wanted to drive. So uh, so the car ended up stalling like in the middle of an intersection. Um, I lived off of uh, St. Mary. Well, off of Calabria, like right near St. Mary's um, Memorial High School, that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was crossing Calabria Road. The car stalled and um, and I got T-boned. You know what I mean? And so I ended up, I ended up, um, walking away from that, man. And I, I feel like it was a miracle. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember like a lot of it. I remember somebody exiting the the car that hit me. I remember somebody getting out of the car and their leg was like bloody and, and all this kind of stuff. I hit my head on the, on the steering wheel. And I was thinking like, man, my parents are going to kill me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but another, another thought, man, honestly, um, growing up in a Christian household, um, you know, you just kind of, it's, it's like with anything in life, man, like whatever is there consistently, we just end up taking for granted a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I felt like that was what was happening with me, like with my faith. Yeah, it was just kind of there, man. I wasn't really like engaged in it. And I think that miracle really woke me up to like, okay, what's what's really going on with life? You know what I'm saying? Like like what's what's really what's really happening? And so uh it was it was a light bulb moment for me, man. I actually after that accident, I actually ended up going to a school. It was a Bible school. I ended up meeting my wife there. Um, years later, it was just a ref- it was like a refresher for me, man. It was like, wow, like, like God is like, God's real. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, I think we all have those moments, you know what I mean? Like, at, su- at some point we all have a light bulb moment that like really changes us forever, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, uh, like that was mine. You know what I mean? And I, I'd yeah. have, I'd have more moments like that later on in life, but you know, it's just, that was one of those things for me that I was like, okay. Another thing I wanted to ask you about was about freedom music group. I feel like a lot of indie artists trying to navigate the music industry is, is tough. Was that one of those moments like to use like a super nerdy reference, like Marvel's Avengers, like I'm, I'll do it myself kind of thing. <laughs> tell me, right. tell me about yeah. Freedom Music Group. Yeah. I mean, so, so I, I started Freedom Music Group, um, like shortly after it was like my second, my second, um, run in with the label and it just didn't go well. And I just felt like, dude, either something's wrong with me or the way that I'm thinking about music just doesn't fit in with these record labels. You know what I mean? Like, like what's, what's happening. So I ended up, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start, start my own thing. And, and originally it was just to like house my own music. You know what I mean? I was like, I need a place to, to put this. Um, So let me just, let me just do it myself. And, you know, I, I wanted it to be a label originally and then it just kind of morphed into, man, let me help people on the production side, you know, because I knew other artists. And one of the things that, that they would tell me was like, man, like your production really stands out. And I, I'm like, dude, it's not <laughs> for me uh, being a producer. I'm like, man, it's not really that difficult. You just need to like find your your voice and then find the the music that matches that so i ended up helping other artists with that you know what i'm saying like with with mat- matching their music and finding their voice and and that kind of thing so it ended up freedom music group ended up turning into more of a production company and now with the rise movement we're sort of uh revisiting the label thing because i feel like san antonio and we might we might need a good label you mentioned the rise movement what what is the rise movement Yeah. So, so earlier when I was talking to you about like the, about this community that we just, that we created, um, that's the name of the community is the rise movement. And so it's, it really started out as like, it's just me, you know, um, trying to do music and hosting these things and looking for, looking for friends to connect with other artists, friends to connect with. And then, um, it just turned into this, whole community man and so out of this out of this community uh music is being birthed uh, i'm doing a an album called rise um which is the same name as the community uh vince was there with us in the studio and we're actually recording an ep which is you know it'd be about like six or seven songs but um it's a lot of people within that community and they're going to be on this project and we've got several other projects lined up too. So I'm, so I'm like, okay, well now these projects need a home as well. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, uh, so we're kind of like revisiting, uh, freedom music group as being a label, like really to serve the artist, not, not like a traditional man. Let me get, let, let me let the label get 70%. And then you can spend the rest of your life like paying us back. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not like, not like that thing. Something that, something that's actually like empowering to, to artists. You know what I mean? The the industry is moving that way. Um, 
I, I think Apple recently invested some, uh, don't quote me on this, but like millions of dollars into independent masters, I believe where. Bro, it, I it, saw that. Yep. Mm-hmm. United masters, United like masters. That's million. it. Yeah. Yes. You know, the one thing that I, um, uh, when we were talking, Jarrell was, um, you know, in addition to your production skills and also, you know, writing lyrics, you know, thought-provoking lyrics. Um, you've got quite the background. I mean, you've done your work, I mean, out among the masses, right, for years, right? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I feel like that's a blessing, man. Um, I've been able to headline my own tours and bring other people along uh, to do that. My last tour that I, that I was on, or my last tour that I headlined, actually, it was like a 20 date, you know, 20 date tour, man. (laughs) You know, so it was, it was a, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty big deal, man. And so I've, uh, you know, I've been blessed to stand on stages with, with uh, a whole lot of different people in front of thousands of people. And it's just been, um, I don't, I don't really like to, I don't really like to like make that a thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like one of those guys who just, I like to put my head down and just do the work, but it is, it is cool to, it is cool to, uh, to look up and just see what I call God's grace, man. It's like, wow. Like, like, you know, my, my music's, my music is out there. I've, I've been able to travel and it's been pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So what do you uh, what do you see in the future for yourself and the rise movement? Yeah, great question, man. So uh, our goal, really, man, we really want to we really want to empower the arts community here in the city. Um, and I, I feel like I feel like I do that because of my faith. I do that because. I think everybody's has value. You know what I mean? And I think that we, when we act like people don't have value, then we yeah. treat them a certain way. You know what I mean? Like we treat them as like, ah, oh, you're not important, but I, I really do feel like everybody is important, man. And and I think that, that our city's art scene is, is super important. Um, mm. I don't, I don't, I don't think that San Antonio should be like one of those places where, an artist says, man, I can't stay here if I want to get my music out and I want to get it going. Like, uh, I think, I think it should just be the opposite. You know, our goal is to really make, you know, the art scene in San Antonio, like a a destination place. And I think that's, uh, that would, that would be amazing, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, but somebody like somebody's gotta, somebody's gotta step up and somebody's gotta do the work. Somebody's gotta reach across the aisles and collaborate and all that kind of stuff. And that's what I'm here for, man. I think that's a good place to end it. I really enjoyed this conversation with you, uh, Jarrell. Vince, again, always a pleasure to have you on the show. No, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, Jarrell. Well, thanks again for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you, man.